Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Welcome, welcome back, Soul Fam. We appreciate you making the choice to fill up some of your time with the audible waves of wisdom of the just philosophy. There are so many areas you could have placed your energy, but here you are, choosing to enrich your life and continue down your journey toward consciousness. This is, of course, one of the first steps, making those tough choices and your growth a priority in your life, and you've done it. Congratulations. Now, in this fourth edition of the Inward Journey series, we are going to rewind the timeline again and go back before the initial family gathering. Back to when Stevie initially met her new neighbor, Rio. Now, we've heard Rio's name before as Stevie reflected on their meeting toward the end of the last episode as she attributed some of her subconscious redirecting to possibly something she picked up from her first meeting with Rio. Now, as you engage in the story in our initial discussion, consider the life-changing perspectives, tools, and techniques that this podcast and the Just Philosophy has provided you over the last four and a half years and ask yourself, is this information worth my monetary support? Consider being the change you want to see in the world and support our time and energy that we give to this podcast and reward yourself with the complete conversation of every past, present, and future episode. It's our new premium subscription that provides you with hundreds of hours of our discussions to assist you on your journey of growth and what could be better than your journey. Now, if you are all in with us, head over to wisewisepodcast.com and click on the Get Complete link in the main menu. As much as this journey is an internal one, it's not as much fun going at it alone. Having a community of like-minded individuals on the same path toward a more conscious life is such a blessing. And a lot of growth in our community definitely comes from you all sharing it with your tribe. So now let's gather everyone up and let's all inward journey together. Wise, wise inward journey. Episode four, meet the neighbors. Days before the family gathering discussed in the first three previous episodes, Stevie had noticed a moving van in her neighbor's driveway as she was finishing up washing dishes on a warm Wednesday evening. She looked at the clock above the sink. Huh, 6.20. It's still early enough for a friendly visit, she says out loud. She looked around, grabbed a candle, some herbal tea, and a few gemstones from the windowsill. She took it all to the kitchen table, found a nice little decorative bag with some pink tissue, put it all together nicely, tied a bow with some gold ribbon, and just like that, ha, huh, a welcome to the neighborhood gift bag. As Stevie made her way towards the back door, she paused to leave Stan a note on the fridge. Hey, babe, I'm going to say hi to the new neighbors. Be back soon. Loving kisses. As Stevie walked down the steps leading to the backyard, she noticed someone hanging plants in the back of the neighbor's house. The two properties were connected by a gate in the corner. Stevie walked up to the fence and said, Hi, neighbor. Welcome to our community. Do you mind if I bring this gift bag over? I don't mean to bother you. I just thought I would introduce myself. With a mild accent that Stevie couldn't quite place, the neighbor replies, Yes, yes, please join me. Welcome, kind one. 
please be my guest, my very first guest. I've been waiting for you to arrive. As Stevie opened the gate, joining the two yards and stepped through, she was met with a big and powerful hug and a kiss on each cheek. Hello, my name is Rio. With a strength and yet softness immediately noticed by Stevie. Hello, I'm Stevie. Here's a little something for you. Are you uh, moving here by yourself? Rio replied, Oh no, dear. My partner Haven had a meeting to go to this evening. You will meet them soon. We are a package deal. Rio continues, Please join me on the porch so I can open your gift. Would you like something to drink, Stevie? Stevie blurted out without a pause, No thanks. Please don't bother. So what brings you to this area? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? Do you have kids or animals? Rio chuckled lightly, You're quite the inquisitive one, aren't you? Oh, I'm sorry, Stevie replies. Without hesitation, Rio said, No worries, I'll tell you what. Let's play question for question. But first, I would like to call to your attention that phrase you just used. I'm sorry. You may not realize what that is saying to your subconscious. There's nothing sorry about you. However, I do accept your apology and I appreciate your consideration. Without hesitation, blessings, Rio exclaims. Look at this gift, a candle for my tub, mint tea to help stimulate my digestion, malachite for my heart, black tourmaline for my root, and selenite for cleansing. Wow, Stevie replies. You know more about this stuff than I do. I've just recently started learning about organics and metaphysical stuff. Uh, My husband Stan thinks I'm a little cuckoo, as she releases an insecure (laughs) laugh. Rio follows with, I knew you were soul family. My life revolves around this lifestyle. We have lots to talk about, but later, later. You go first. What's your question, Stevie? Oh, well, what brought you here? Rio replied, Well, we recognized it was time for change. We respected each other through conscious communication and we redirected our daily routine towards the change we both wanted and here we are. And Rio asked, Who are you? Stevie answered, I'm Stevie Marie Winthrop. And Rio replied, Interesting, that's a lot of different roles to play. And do you happen to know your cosmic or astrological makeup? Stevie looked at Rio with a slight confusion and hollow stare. Well, I've just learned I'm a cancer. The crab, I think, but I'm really not that crabby, as she laughs. Although Stan may disagree with that statement. And Rio says... Never mind, more on that later. What's your next question? Where are you from? And Rio exclaimed, Ah, Mother Earth and Father Sky. Remember, Stevie, we are all family. And Rio asked her next question. And what are you passionate about? What lights your soul on fire? What do you ponder or do when you're alone? Stevie pauses staring into space. Slowly she replied, Our questions and answers are so different. I could stay here and listen to you talk all night. And to answer your question, I don't know. Sadly, I don't know anymore. Maybe working with kids in some manner? I really don't know. Stevie was showing signs of embarrassment. Rio gently replied, That's okay. Many people have lost their passion. As Rio reached to turn the outside lights on, both Stevie and Rio were quiet. An airplane flew over, extending the pause just a few more seconds. In that moment of stillness, they both looked at each other and just smiled. Stevie breaking the silence. 
I do want to ask your point of view on something. I know we just met, but I feel like you may be able to help me see different perspective with Stan's mom. Stevie continues, no more mundane questions for me tonight. And thank you. And thank you so much for your kindness and patience with me. You're like a breath of fresh air after pollen season. Before I share about Stan's mom, Louise, could I ask you to share something you feel would be useful for me to hear? Is that a weird question? Rio smiles with prayer hands at their chest and shares. Much unhappiness follows those that don't know who they are. They're not aware of all the different roles they shift between daily or how they were cosmically designed to fit in this world. This can lead to loss of passion on many levels and the cause of much of the frustration people experience. But more on this later. We call this the three question towards being your authentic self. Stevie sat in silence with prayer hands on her chest, thanking Rio for her words of wisdom. As the night got darker, the moon was full and lightning bugs were abundant. Rio and Stevie continued their conversation back and forth as Stevie began sharing about Louise, Stan, and the upcoming family weekend. She shared the challenges she faces with both Louise and Stan when they're together or when Louise comes up in conversation. Real responses were kind, supportive, and relatable while providing a glimmer of hope for the situation. Stevie felt bits of dread for the upcoming weekend dissipate more and more as Rio shared. Hours had passed, however, time seemed to stand still for Stevie as she was amazed by the depth and original beauty of this new friend she had stumbled upon. Rio pauses after saying, Will Haven should be arriving very soon. Stevie suddenly realized the time. Stands up, hugs Rio's neck, and says, Oh, I hope I haven't overstayed my welcome, and begins to leave. As she walks down Rio's steps to the yard, she turns around and pauses, walking backwards with prayer hands at her chest, not knowing how to reciprocate what she had just experienced. Rio blows a kiss, and Stevie turns and continues home. Wow, so we finally get to meet the mysterious Rio, who has shown up in a few episodes already. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's turned out to be the wizard that Stevie <laughs> mentioned in the last episode. So it's real interesting to see where Stevie has been getting this information from. And then because this episode goes back in time before the first episode, before the meaning of the entire family. Mm-hmm. And now we can go back in our memory and see the little bit of influence that she's had in every episode so far. Yeah, and I think it's a good introduction and we're seeing right away, I think, some of the influence that Rio has initially on Stevie and in a good way. These two people are the main focus of this whole episode and I think it's really neat how when the third party is brought in to talk about Louise, the focus isn't really on that, although I think it plays a role to be helpful in the past episodes. It's really about the connection between them two. And that we can have a tendency to talk about third parties or third party conversations. And I think this is a good example of bringing it back to let's keep the conversation between you and I and about you and I, although she's able to be helpful, I do feel. So right off the bat, we can see that Stevie is obviously very new at this type of thing. And 
she has had some influence before this because she had gemstones. She was into herbs, and that kind of all goes together with this. Mm -hmm. As you get more natural, you start to bring in more natural things, and even if it's on the subconscious level or the subtle energies of it. And she grabbed all these things, made a gift bag, and then went over to meet Rio and then was kind of nervous. She was talking really fast, got really excited and overwhelmed, it seemed like, and possibly even in an ungrounded way, she kind of was in that joy, that positive emotion that we like to bring up from time to time, that emotions are not just all negative. Yes, and I think this is very common and a lot of people can relate to that when initially meeting somebody, sometimes people will, will overtalk, will overact, and these are defense mechanisms as well. Because normally when somebody wants to talk a lot, they're concerned about the questions coming at them. I hope this is relatable to a lot of our listeners to realize that many times we think we're being ourselves, but we're really acting out of a defense mechanism or past trauma. And I think that's what Rio shows a very fine grace and finesse in working with Stevie and possibly to help ground her in a passive way because she does finally come to that stillness point throughout the evening. But at the same time, she doesn't seem to feel judged by Rio. And I think that's very important to point out. And in her energy of all that, we saw some of her manners come out, which was the needing to gather a gift and give a gift, not saying there's anything bad about that. But it is a manner thing that's in our culture to do. I guess even if it's an approval thing, it might be for her to feel approved of. You give something so you get a reaction back. But there was also her when asked if she wants a drink. She said, no, I don't want to be a bother. And that hit deeply for me because I've done that all my life where if somebody's asked me, do you want something? And instead of really checking in deeply, whether that's a yes or no, you just kind of like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to bother you. I don't want to inconvenience you. And of course, that seems like a nice thing to do that you don't want to inconvenience someone, but you're also cutting off your authentic self, I feel like. Because what if you saying, oh yeah, I would love a drink. And then that was supposed to open up some other avenue where you learned about this new herbal drink that would help you with some health condition that you have. You don't know what that's stopping, right? Yes. And this is like a pattern because I really want people to pay attention here to the act of receiving. And most givers want to give, but they're not comfortable receiving. See, Stevie wanted in this situation for this unknown person to receive her gift. But if Rio seems to be a giving person too, and sometimes we don't realize that there is a joy that comes out of being received. And so although I'm glad you brought the word manners in, because yes, she's a giver, but she doesn't want to receive to inconvenience anybody. But yes, she may have blocked a flow of energy that was naturally happening And she, at this point, still doesn't have any idea what would have been offered. It could have been just a plain glass of water, or it sounds like Rio's into some really cool teas and just different things like that with her lifestyle that could have opened up new doors like you were talking about. So people pay attention that if you enjoy giving, then please practice receiving. Yeah, we've even done an episode on this where we brought in karma. That was such a great episode for anybody wanting to look more into this. I've always been a giver and didn't want to receive anything. We're not talking about like you 
wanting to over-receive. There's a necessary balance here in the order. And if you believe in anything like karma, somebody has to receive or for you to pay or anybody to pay their karma, somebody has Mm -hmm. to be on the receiving end. Yes, and even outside of karma, it's just natural human reciprocation. And to see that there is a balance between the give and take and why polarity is one of the second pillars of this work and that anything that's created, its opposite has to be created. So all of us givers need to take time to make sure that we are receiving. And another thing that's mentioned here is prayer hands in front of the chest. And this was a physical practice that I created for myself for many years to learn to receive It was a physical reminder when I have my hands in front of my chest, and sometimes I put it in prayer hands, and sometimes it's just a simple ball. But what that is is a physical reminder to me to receive while I'm engaged with somebody. And not just receive gifts, but receive points of view, receive their perception, and trust that that doesn't necessarily challenge my perception. Working with all the five levels of the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual That was a physical thing that was created, and we will see because I think Stevie's going to carry that motion with her and utilize it because it seemed to have somewhat of an effect on her when Rio introduced that to her. So we could kind of say that the energy world is a team sport, right? Yes. (laughs) It's not just (laughs) everybody out for themselves. Absolutely. And karma can be seen through that energetic exchange and that the flow of energy is when there's both give and take there and neither one is perverted or out of balance. And that is very challenging for most any two people to truly have that beautiful reciprocation back and forth. Lots of times people are just playing roles and many times givers will attract takers and the takers don't take time to give back to the giver. And those two people can feel comfortable playing those roles, but eventually it's going to create an imbalance. And that's what happens down the road with a lot of these givers and takers that meet each other and resonate right away because the giver wants to be received and the taker wants to take. But eventually, normally with most people, that becomes an imbalance or a perversion. Another one of what I felt like was Stevie's manners was apologizing right away for something that maybe didn't go the way that she planned. And I can't wait to get into this in the premium part because even though it is something that we have discussed before, the I'm sorry thing is something that I love to discuss because it's something that many people never consider what it actually can mean or what you're really implying energetically. Yes, it's been interesting to me for a long time. We've had these conversations and how the term I'm sorry ever got approved by somebody else as an apology rather than I apologize. It's a much different vibration, but it's also connected to why we drive on a parkway and we park in a driveway. Somebody had to agree with whoever come up with these terms, and here we are still using them. And they can be seen as oxymoronic, not meaning that negative, but it was almost like somebody was playing a joke at one time, and then everybody agreed with them. So paying attention to not just our actions, but our words of what we are training our subconscious with is very important. And we are going to break that down deeper and deeper in the following part of this episode. And when they started getting into conversation, Rio asked Stevie who she is. And this is a big part of the just philosophy at the beginning when you first started to get into this work is defining who you are. And 
people aren't expected to know who they are at first when we do introduce the three questions and we do have an episode on that when you learn them it's not a quick oh i'm just aaron and here's what i do it's a really deep thought out process because you almost need to start thinking about why you do certain things what is it about those things that feeds you to do yes and that comes back to our three main questions of who are you what are you passionate about and how do you exemplify that passion and that who are you does get into the different names that we are called. It's also connected to our astrological makeup. And so I know people that have up to five or more names, be it nicknames, mate, being husband, wife, mother, whatever it is, little surnames. And most of the time people don't realize that they have to put on a different role depending on who's calling on them. And that the more of those names that you go by, the more roles you're constantly playing, and this is energetically exhausting. And why many years ago, I just chose to go by Alexander. It's not that I'm ashamed of my last name, Tuttle, but I'm more consistent with people just calling me Alexander. I'm very consistent in how I respond to that person. Every now and then, because my first name is Scott, my family and some of the people from my past will call me by that name. And now I've been away from it so long that I just don't resonate with it. I will answer, but it's so funny when you really get down to what you resonate with when someone calls you. And I want people to understand that you have the right to direct that because you hear your name more than any other word throughout your life. And so how you resonate with what you're called or who you are is very, very important moving forward in this type of work. And tied into that was when Rio also asked what you're passionate about. And Stevie mentioned, oh, I like to be around children. But then she really couldn't put something to that. And I think that is something that many people struggle with in our culture today. We're so distracted by electronics, phones, and all that, that we don't really know what our passion is, or we're not living our authentic self or our best life. Yes, this is certainly abundant in my private practice and in friends and family as well. It seems that people in our culture are passionate about what they want to do until the early 20s. And then most of them give up on the passion and they choose a direction, whether that's college or it's the workforce or whatever it is. And then most people lose themselves in whatever that is, becoming a provider or becoming so-called responsible. And we just want to remind people that you don't have to give up on that passion to be responsible, to keep it alive in your studying, your thoughts, in your conversations. And here we see that Stevie was really almost embarrassed talking to Rio and not having a good answer for that. But I find that to be very, very common that most people can't answer what are you passionate about or what lights your world on fire and that's a question i enjoy asking people on a daily basis but it's not uncommon not to have an answer and i wanted to bring up the elephant in the room that rio and you kind of similar roles there (laughs) could be some similarities as we've mentioned that stevie and your path could be similar and so these are all fictional characters but at the same time parts of aaron and i and our environment of course is going to bleed into the writing but hopefully rio is going to be developed and described to be even beyond where i am and that's part of the fun of the creativity of it just how effective Rio can be with people that interact with them 
and then seeing that we're still yet to bring in their partner, Haven. And so the story's right around the corner to bring them to the forefront and see how things develop in more of a social type of situation. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing the ripple of information, how it goes to Stevie, and then how it's applied and how it influences everybody around her and whether it's for the good or for the negative. Yes, and I think this is going to be a great example of dropping the pebble in the pond and being able to watch the ripples. And that's why we've created these stories and hopefully people are going to relate to many, many different characters and situations. Thank you for listening to this free version of our Inward Journey story series. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into how these characters can bring in more consciousness, utilizing the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations and begin your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.